One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. This episode of Palapalooza is sponsored by Rock and Roll San Diego. Rock and Roll San Diego offers rehearsal rooms, video production, recording studios, lessons, rentals, repairs, and more. A big thanks to Shannon and the crew at Rock and Roll San Diego for teaming up with Palapalooza. Learn more at rockandrollsandiego.com. And I'll take another step and make this earth shake. Even if my heart breaks on like everyone other way. Like an unstoppable hurricane Got that mutant blood running through my veins I don't know how to use it so I feel ashamed uh, Thank you for listening to Palapalooza. We're here with Love Angeles. We got Jules and David and Fender, my dog, under the Palapa here on this, uh, what is it, Monday? Monday yep. afternoon in uh, El Cajon. Sure is. Welcome. Yeah. Thank How's you. How's it going? Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. What's the background on the name? Because you are you are not Angelus. You're Diego. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, years ago, like, I've been writing music forever. And uh, I wrote, you know, I've always been writing, and most people always said it sucked. And so... Love Angeles was <laughs> a good song. to lead with that. Yeah. By the way, it's a good first part <laughs> so of the story. So most people say that your so- your writing sucks. Yeah, my writing. This is years ago. I've been writing for decades. Okay, because so your writing no longer sucks. No longer. Thank yep, you. You, do, you, you got you got nice better. You, you got a lot better, yeah. dude. <laughs> After twi- uh, two decades, but um, so Love Angeles was a song that I wrote, and it was the first time that like I was in a band. And I was just like the bass player and I wrote the song and I always, Hey, I wrote the song. And it was the first time like, so, uh, the singer of the band I w- was in was like, this is actually good. And so it was like the first time that I felt like, Oh, like I'm good right. <laughs> or like passable at least. It so, gave you some confidence. Yeah. So then from there, that, uh, that was actually the first Love Angeles band. We right. actually named the song and the band all after each other. And I was just the bass player. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Little Hurricane. I well, have. Okay, so I was in a band with him, uh, Anthony or Tone. And, awesome. And then we split up, and then I just continued going with the name and right. became the lead singer and started playing guitar. I'm very distracted by your tattoos. They're amazing. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a horror buff, and it looks like you got, it almost looks like Freddy Krueger, but it's uh, Wolverine Wolf- up top. Wolverine, Joker, I got, got Spider-Man, it. Ghost So you're, you're a comic book dude. Yeah. I love it. You got the Cobra to, Kai to shirt on. Mildly. To put it mildly. <laughs> yeah. Comic book dork. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then the key is, too, I, I started uh, playing piano when I was six, so that's my first instrument. Okay, yeah. Is there a special love for the, the C note? Uh, no, that just it's middle, middle C. C yep. Middle C. Yep. Very few people get that. Very few. Yeah. Most people, it's like, why is it blue? I'm like, oh, it's middle C. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, uh, <laughs> is there they a reason? stop talking to you. Yeah. Is yeah. there a reason? And I was like, well, you kind of go up and you just middle C out. <laughs> so you could come up with something that's like it, it. really makes me feel grounded when I know where I am. Right. You know. That's you could true. you could go poetic. Or my with mom's it, name is Kathy, and that could. starts with a C. Uh-huh. Or, yeah. I was I was thinking of putting like names that are important to me in the keys. 
that start with the key name, like a C name, a D name. That's true. That's a great idea. That's I thought true. of that idea. I'm going to do that. No. <laughs> hey, you can't steal it. It's patent. <laughs> I first discovered you guys, we were talking off mic at the uh, Rock and Roll San Diego live stream, which mm-hmm. was rad. Uh, that was fair play. There were puppies there. Uh-huh. There was, it was a Boxwood? A Boxwood, yeah. And what other bands? And, anyone and else? Just us, it, just, Boxwood, just and three. fair play. David put that yeah. show together. He has a great passion for helping dogs and do. cats. Yeah, so, did, yeah, yeah, he put that together as a fundraiser. There's no cats at the thing. No, I know, dogs. but, you know, the Humane Society. Nothing but a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. It was a great stream. That was the first stream I watched of Rock and Roll San Diego's. And uh, talk about that that experience because they are a sponsor of the podcast, oh, Rock they? and Roll San Diego. We teamed up. Uh, how was that? How was that whole experience? I mean, it's pretty next level streaming, I would say. Yeah. That they're doing the the streaming was really cool. Like I've wanted. I, I try. I think before the pandemic, I had an idea of doing this charity event. Cool. Rock the pause. Rock and the pause. So, yeah, I I remember the. I was like, we should get a big band to play, and so I like started emailing a bunch of like big bands and uh, like, like swing style. Uh, no, 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 no. Big acts like. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> like famous bands. Sure. And so, like Blink. Uh, yeah, and so the only one that ever responded to me was Dashboard Confessional, and they're like. It's seventy thousand for us to play, and I was like, wow. oh wow. And I, but I was like, but it's for charity, and they're like. 50. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was like... So keep that in mind, bands. <laughs> yeah. Every event is for yeah. charity. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, okay. And so yeah. I was like, that's... Yeah, maybe no. I was like, maybe like a couple grand, but no. It so. was cool, though. And uh, thank you for doing that and putting that together. That was a very cool event. And again, professional. We were talking about uh, Fair Play and Jules. You have a background with Jules. Yeah, Jules Welpton. Yeah, that blonde bassist. Hashtag um, that blonde bassist. That's right. I've played a lot of shows with Jules over the years with a bunch of different artists. But my first show in San Diego after I moved here was playing drums for Jules Welpton as she sang and played guitar. So not a lot of people know that she's excellent at a lot of instruments. I didn't know that. she's also a songwriter. That. That's so great. Mm-hmm. We love Jules. Yeah, she's great at singing backups, and mm-hmm. she sings uh, and plays with Ronnie Lee, a legend. Right? And I play with Ronnie Lee with Jules as well. Have you? Yeah, a bunch of times. Well, look at that. I know, full circle. It's over, over. How many times have I said to get sober, sober? You need to stop coming over. You guys are going to jam a song. You've got a suitcase drum set here. That's right. That's, that's your kick, right? Yeah, is that's a suitcase. my kick. Uh-huh. I've seen that before. Yeah, exactly. I had seen it too, and I, I kind of started looking into what it would take to build one out. And just got a suitcase from like a little thrift shop by my house and then stripped it, put some hardware on it, and I actually really like how it sounds. It's cool. It does it not overpowering if you're playing as a duo. So I've toured with it. It's been great. It's been awesome. It's going to make for good video. It'll be on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. So we look forward to that. Do you want to tease the song? What song are you guys doing? Uh, we're going to do Invincible. Invincible. And we were rocking that when you first arrived, right? Yeah. Describe your sound. Very, very pop. We we threw out Avicii and we were talking about him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you guys are certainly pop and, and well-produced. Yes. Uh, so... Uh, the first album, we went up to L.A. and did uh, with some producers that worked on, like, Selena Gomez and, um, you know, Demi Lovato and stuff like that. Wow. And that was the first album. And then the second album, I was like, we should do more ourselves. And so the second album, we actually recorded at Jason Mraz's house. With, with Jeff Berkeley. With Jeff Berkeley. Legend. Yeah. He's so great. And Good for you guys. Yeah, and then... Uh, 
so we did most of that ourselves and that's the album yeah we just from invincible and then uh we just recorded another four song like ep up at jason mraz's house that we're having like mixed and mastered right now are you guys pretty close with jason oh no best friends <laughs> hang out all the time i mean is he no, there he, when you're recording yeah. Yeah, sometimes are you hanging yeah. with him <laughs> I mean, he'll come by and say, hey, it's his studio, it's his property, but uh, he and Jeff were childhood friends or, you know, friends when they were young in the scene together and played a lot together, and Jeff records out of his studio. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, if you record with Jeff, you gen- generally record adjacents. Is that a separate living quarters? Oh, yeah, it's a whole freestanding building. It used to be like a garage. It just wasn't like used. Yeah, looks like a kind of a barn with a separate area for storage and then a big main room it's a beautiful room it's great wow. sounds awesome and obviously yeah. yeah what city is that uh it's up in oceanside oceanside mm-hmm. very cool how's security getting on on and off not jason's not too bad. so easygoing like and he's very generous yeah, yeah he's it's on like he a is. 40 acre avocado orchard yeah he has a ranch yeah. the maranch wow yeah. get it the maranch yeah. yeah they sell avocados they grow coffee there yeah, really? incredible, yeah. I think like dragon fruit? Wasn't uh, it? I don't I know, think they, they sell said a lot of stuff. Yeah. But uh, they'll let you walk around the grounds, walk walk all over, check out the trees, all wow. that in between recording. Yeah, it's Very great. Very cool. It's ping pong table, it's perfect environment. It's so amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I follow Jason Mraz, and uh, he seems like the most like free-spirited, cool yeah. dude ever. Yeah. Like all of his Instagram stories, and he's always like, roller skating and yeah. singing and like <laughs> he's just a genuinely good dude too yeah he walked up you know we're standing up there he walks up and he was like hey and i was like hey thank you so much for you know opening up your property and he was like i'm jason and i was like yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> but i guess it was a nice little lesson like he doesn't know who i am he's not assuming anyone knows who he is it's sweet i like right. i like that modest yeah even right yeah. Yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Nominated for Best Pop Album of the Year, San Diego Music Awards uh, have passed by the time this episode releases, but... Uh, so we will have one. So you guys won. Congratulations. <laughs> I'll be there with my uh, wife next uh, Tuesday at Humphreys. Nice. Tuesday night. Starts I'm excited. at 7 p.m. The ultimate sort of uh, local music mixer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was completely just blown away when I saw that we were even nominated because I was like, yeah. oh, you know, I never even thought that I would anything. And so uh, I saw a bunch of people I knew were like talking about it and how it was being live streamed, the nominations uh, being announced. And yeah, so then I was I like, whatever, that. I'll watch it. And, da, 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 and I'm like, and for some reason, I'm like, okay, if I guess we're in a category, the only category would probably be is like maybe folk. I don't know yeah. why I thought that. Yeah, and yeah. folk comes and goes. I'm like, whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> pop album. And I'm like, Love Angeles. And I'm like, wait, that's us. <laughs> so I actually called Jules. Yeah. And told uh, your first nomination. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's great. We also had another first that just happened. Uh, Our song, Unstoppable, just got picked up to be in front of a trailer for a movie. Very cool. Like like a big budget movie. What movie? It's called This Is The Night. Okay. Um, It has Naomi Watts and... um, Rad. And do you watch uh, the Captain America movies? Yeah, I've seen him. Uh, do you know the guy Crossbones? Yeah. I think his name's Frank Gorilla or something like that. Okay. It's, he's in it as well. Cool. So, Good job. Keep it up. Yeah. And and certainly radio-friendly music. Have you guys had some radio play uh, locally or, or nationally? 
Yeah, we've had a little bit locally. Not not any nationally that we know of. Yeah, not that I know yeah. of. Unless they're playing it all the time over in like Sweden or something. And then I think we would know. <laughs> Worldwide on Spotify though, right? That's yeah. right. These days. Yeah. 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 I'm impressed. It, it has been fun to see a lot of people connect with it. And on YouTube, a lot of people commenting that they really like it. It's cool. It's, it's, uh, it's always surprising you're so buried in it and, totally. you know, write it and see it through to the end and kind of like, okay, who knows how the, anyone's going to respond to this, but people seem to really like it and connect with it and mean something to them. It's cool. Really cool. Have you both always been attracted to that sort of pop genre? Do you have any, met- <laughs> any metal other. background that we need to know about? <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> that would probably be her, not me. <laughs> I've played a lot of different kinds of music. I play with a bunch of different people around town, too, uh, still when people need me. But um, Do you want to shout out a few? You, obviously, Jules, you mentioned. Anyone else? Yeah. So I get to play with Ronnie Lee on mm-hmm. occasion. Um, and then Lindsay White is a songwriter around town. I play with Calamity. Uh, Catherine Beeks is banned. Um, We're going to have her on. I know. I'll be She's here. She's hosting like, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Very cool. <laughs> I, know, I think I that's laughing. a Sunday, right? I think so. I was on her show and we kind of oh, connected. Nice. And yeah, I think she's going to be shooting photo at, at the SDMAs. Sweet. Right? Yeah. yeah. She's so great. Yeah, she's cool. She's just such a fixture in the community. So totally. many people trace their beginning back to her and one of her showcases. So it's pretty cool. She's got a good head on her shoulders and a lot of wisdom. Um but yeah, I play with a bunch of uh, Chris Avetta, singer-songwriter around town. She's phenomenal. More North County than down uh, in this area. Um, Golden Howl. Golden Howl, thank you. It's a folk band. Six Golden piece, Howl. Yeah, six-piece folk band. Wow. Um, yeah, a bunch of different stuff. Staying busy. I try. That's the San Diego theme a little bit, huh? Uh, members playing in multiple bands. I got to shout out Will Lopez for Yeah, play. Will Lopez, yeah. <laughs> I hit him up. We were just texting, actually, and he's... Uh, he's great. He's got an announcement uh, coming up. He's playing for Fair Play. He plays for the Naked, Naked Eye. Eye. And uh-huh. I think he's joining a couple other punk bands. I don't know if it's released yet, but... Uh, oh, nice. I think he's going to be in, like, four bands, but... That is sort of a common theme here in San Diego, huh? Like yeah. uh, people spreading their talent around. Well, it's just a... A I, good community. It is a great community. And it, I, I talk about this all the time, but I think there's a ton of power in being able to scale your band up mm-hmm. and down for the right, um, you know, the right fit for the setting or the show. Yeah. So I play as a duo with a bunch of singer-songwriters when they just need a little backup and percussion and background vocals or whatever, right. and then play in a full band setting when that's appropriate for stuff. So it's right. pretty fun to to be part of that scaling process. And if you need a suitcase under a palapa, she's down to help that. out there. Yeah, you got, got that. that. <laughs> you guys did a uh, cover of Island in the Sun, Weezer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Weezer yeah. nuts, I would assume, right? Or what inspired that? Was yeah, that a COVID? Fans. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing them at uh, Petco Park. Oh, you are. With nice. Green Day. We're going to that. Oh, that's yeah. rad. That's, that's cool. be a great show. That'll yeah. be very cool. Yeah. Um, well, we did a couple covers like to kind of hold us over from one original album to the next. And so I think we did Island in the Sun, God's Plan by Drake, and then <laughs> Hey, hey um, um, by Outcast. By Outcast. And this kind of like, it was songs that like everyone kind of already knew. And so right. I thought it'd be kind of cool to do. Put um, our own spin on it and yeah, kind yeah. of arrange it like it's a Love Angela song. It was really yeah. fun. Right. And then we just Very played cool. um, the Roxy and Encinitas and we had to do 35 songs. It was like three hours. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three hours set. Yeah. Different it, for us. It was I've different never, for anyone. I've yeah. never <laughs> done that many. And we had like I two wouldn't... weeks to prepare all these because we have like 22 originals. So then we needed a bunch of covers. So then we had to learn them really quick. It was fun. 
I wouldn't have the vocal endurance. I didn't think I would either. David crushed it. Do you do anything for your vocals? Do you uh, take any, you know, I do like honey and teas and stuff like that. Any secrets? If I'm feeling like a little sick. Um, throat coat is always yeah, good. Right? Yeah, I like throat that coat stuff. Constantly. Like if I'm feeling like a little something, then I'm like drinking tea all the time. And I try to stay away from alcohol if I'm sick. And, uh, and then I drink apple cider vinegar. <laughs> That's do like you my get, thing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I do that. Yeah. For just for health, kind of yeah. dilute it with water. Yeah. Dilute it with water and stuff like that. Do you get psychosomatic things leading up to a show where your voice just kind of starts getting scratchy, where you psych yourself I, out? This is, what happens, is that. That, this is what happens to me. I forget all the lyrics. That's, that's the first thing. And then I get like super dry mouth and they always make fun of me that I need like a little camel pack to like sit there and have like water all the time. So I'm always in between songs. It's like, so I get super yeah. dry, uh, dry mouth and forget lyrics. Yes, they, okay. He'll also do this thing, like, before we go into the studio, he's, he, I feel like you eat pretty healthy and, you know, work out and try and take care of yourself. Before we go into the studio, he's like, I'm not drinking for a month and a half so I can, like, make sure that I'm not, you know, going to get sick or lower my immune system. He'll do this whole thing. No sugar. I haven't had any cookies. And wow. then, then last time we went into the studio for an album, he got so <laughs> sick. Oh, really? And he did all of that. He was took, doing his apple took cider all the vinegar, precautions and then and he got so sick and lost his voice completely. Couldn't yeah, record the vocals that yeah, week. We had to go back. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, Jeff is super cool. He's like, I got to just come back in a week. And so, yeah. yeah. But, Dude, lesson learned. Just enjoy the cookies. <laughs> That's yeah. my takeaway. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it can be like that, huh? It's yeah. like we always, bringing it to the horrible subject of COVID, we stayed super cautious and mm -hmm. we're really healthy and we don't drink and we're like the only one of our friends that got COVID and we were all masking up and trying to take all the precautions. So and frustrating. I feel like there's a lesson there, like just maybe let it be, like don't stress what will be will be you know yeah. sort of thing I it's don't know. hard not to stress though like because like for me like when it was like a show coming out i just like put so much pressure i'm like okay i gotta be perfect you know i can't mess up and but i've messed up every single show <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, because of that yeah at some point it's the self-fulfilling prophecy huh <laughs> the worst one ever was it was her first show with us right yeah at that uh the moreau the moreau mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we had backing tracks and we couldn't get the backing tracks to work for some reason and so then finally the guy's like dude you just got to play you got to play the sound engineer and so we go shiloh yeah and then, i love shiloh, I love shiloh you just too. moved we love you shiloh i heard that where where'd he go to uh he went to palm springs oh, wow. with family oh, yeah okay. he's a legend yeah, favorite sound guy in san diego and i love the moreau yeah, he was, he was pretty cool. But so we were like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just cut a song or whatever. And so we couldn't get the backing tracks to work. I think our first song was uh, Juggernaut, was it? I don't know if that was the first oh. one, but it was a real disaster. It was a disaster. <laughs> Could not even remember the lyrics. Couldn't even remember the melody. And I was playing guitar and I'm like, what is it? I don't know. And I, he turned oh, around wow. with the most intense panicked look I've ever <laughs> seen on him. And he was like what do I do? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> no one can save you. You just have to. At least if I could remember the melody, I'll just sing random words. It's not like most people know our songs. Yeah. And, and it's live and yeah. you can get away with mumbling. I couldn't a little bit. remember the melody. And then all of a sudden the chorus hits and it's like, boom, it clicks on. It clicked once in. it, once it clicks, it's I'm good. But that is the nightmare, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where that can happen. So why even worry about it? Right. Yeah. I know. With live technical fouls and everything. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many things that have to go right to prevent 
a show from <laughs> taking a dive and derailing. <laughs> there really are that people don't really understand. Like, yeah. one cable could go out. One little part of a quarter inch could go out, and there goes your guitar. You know, and then mm-hmm. it throws you all off because you're hearing it, like, "Why no guitar?" And so you're thinking about, "Why is my guitar not <laughs> coming?" We've out had sound? that talk. Like that just gives you more experience, though, right? That's it's like an adamant professional knows how to deal and adapt yeah. with those live. I always say balls, I w- yeah. I've been teaching uh, music lessons for the last uh, last year and a half, and I always say to my students when they screw up and they like get so down on themselves ah dang it i gotta start over i always say the best musicians i know it's not that they never screw up it's that they know how to recover from a mistake and i I really believe that's true like the better you can get at just rolling with whatever happens it's gonna happen you're right it's gonna happen it is (laughs) i don't care how like experienced you are Mm -hmm. yeah where do you what do you teach what instruments drums uh well a little bit of drums Uh, all the i was teaching at san pasquale academy um which is great it's a a residential school for kids in the foster system up in oh, wow. kind of deep into Escondido. Okay. Um, but um, I was teaching guitar, piano, wow. vocals, songwriting, and two students ever wanted to do drums. And I was like, come on. Really? <laughs> Really? I would think that would be like the most popular instrument. I thought so too. Yeah. I think that's a great instrument for kids. I know. I love it. Beat them. Let's just hit them hard. Get their energy out. I know. I feel like guitar is the the hardest for a child, right? Well, I, I did all my lessons over Zoom. I started that. That's even more difficult. Yeah. It's so hard. When someone doesn't well, first of all, like you start lessons and you want it to be immediately fun for them so they right. don't lose interest. But if you don't have the same vocabulary that you're working with or like right. up isn't the same as up, uh, right. you know, between the two or of like us when you're going, string, yes, you know, exactly, is, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, kids that I'm, they're watching me mirrored on the screen and so they're like, oh, it must oh. be my left hand, you know. So all that stuff is just like such a crazy challenge to start to start <laughs> lessons with someone who's never played before. But yeah. it was a really good experience. I just finished up with that uh, contract, but okay. so, so fun. Do you have any tips for making guitar interesting for a child? Let them pick songs. And, and just go right into it, even yeah. with zero experience? Yep. So yeah. I I would have them tell me an artist that they liked or some cool. songs that they liked, and I'd look at them and see what was a good starting spot, and we'd simplify a lot if we had to. There you go. Um, and then, yeah, learn a few chords, Yeah. start playing the song, and then if they want to move on to, you know, soloing or any of that stuff, then start to, yeah. once they, they're already sold, you know, they're already into it, they're already ready to go and totally. want to learn more, yeah. then start doing that kind of stuff. I, I totally believe, like, we had to do a little terminology, but yeah. pick a pick a song, get going right away. Is <laughs> no music whole. theory at all, huh? Nah, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll mention it as we go. How would they contact you if they're interested in uh, lessons? Oh, I have a website and What's all that? that stuff. Jewel Stewart drums. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. New music coming soon from uh, Love Angeles? Yeah, yeah. hopefully, uh, probably within a month, we'll, we'll drop like one song right. a month, every month and a half for the next That was the most confusing <laughs> way <laughs> you could have said that. The next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, you do the single strategy, I've, I've noticed, yeah. right? Especially in 2020, which... Yeah, seems to be popular in the way to do it, right? With Spotify and the algorithms. Yeah, and it's it benefits you to always have new music out as opposed to waiting two years to drop a whole album. Right. And we did the last one as an album just because I was like, you know, I've never done like a f- 
Well, I've done like full ones, but never on like where I wrote the songs and things like that. So I was like, let's do a full album. And it was like, this is way too much. (laughs) It's like, it costs a ton of money all at the same time. And then it was a ton of time and ton of work. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this again. Yeah. I would say 10% of the bands I have on here have a full length. Oh, really? Five to ten. Yeah. Majority is a five-song EP or singles, mm-hmm. and I understand. I do that. My band mm-hmm. does that. <laughs> What's your it's band? kind of the way. Ready, Set, Survive. Oh, okay, great. We're kind of like a punk rock, but we're jumping yeah. back in to do uh, an EP, a five-song EP. Right. And yeah, you're right. It's more expensive. Yeah. But you you get in there, and you like you hone in, and mm-hmm. I feel like maybe, there, maybe there's a more consistent sound with those five, six songs because Definitely. you're doing them all together. But yeah. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Also, it's like when, you know, we released all 12 for our last album, I feel like some of the lesser songs just get thrown away to the wayside because people just focus on, yep. like, the main ones. Yep. As opposed to if you're releasing one at a time, then each song gets its own showcase. Right. And you can do, like, separate artwork for them, too, right? Yeah. And, and create each one as its own, like identity yeah yeah, which is kind of fun for everyone that's seen any of the artwork if you go on a spotify um david's dogs are prominently featured in all of the artwork for all of the whole album and (laughs) the singles smiling (laughs) david loves his dogs and for good reason they're very cute but uh they were even featured in the music vocally, video. Well, oh, yes, yeah. in, in the music video, but vocally in one of the songs from the last album, Which too. They had a vocal part. It? Is that it right? Was, I'll insert somewhere. that. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. So what it's I in did, somewhere. So what okay. I did is, mm-hmm. you know how in like a lot of like indie folk stuff, they'll go, hey, you know, yeah. do that hey thing? So what I did is I had uh, me and my girlfriend each record hey, and then, uh, you know, later, later did a couple times, and then I took a video uh, on YouTube of a dog barking so then my dogs would bark and then I recorded them barking and then right. I just mixed it in. That's with cool. The, hey. the whole family was barking. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> so that's on the album. Barking at their bark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I was trying to get them to bark. I was like, bark, bark. Right. And they're just like staring at me so I got another dog to bark and then I just put the microphone up to them and got them. Got some, yeah. And then it's kind of molded in there. So that's so cool. I gave it like... Um, like the haze, like that me and my girlfriend did, like some like growl and some like girth to it. Right. So it made it interesting. Can I suggest a cover for you? Please. Yeah, sure. Who let the dogs out? Oh, no. <laughs> nope. I, t- I take back. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> the permission. I sing that song all <laughs> the time. Rough, to my rough, rough, rough. <laughs> Who let the dog? And then sample the dog. Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. <laughs> I, I, I sing that song to my dogs all the time. Do you? They, they get out or something like that. I don't know. You I, are I, the I, dog nut of San Diego, yeah, dude, I'm, for yeah. sure. I always mm-hmm. sing to my dogs constantly. Really? I don't know why. I just Me do. and Fender howl. I get in this mood, usually <laughs> late at night, where I, I get my wolf pack together and i'll just ho and he'll he'll warm up it takes me about five times and then he'll start going he's like okay we're doing this my wife looks at me and just complete annoyance (laughs) it's it's awesome i can't get my dog to howl i've tried so many times he's a howler i feel like he does it like out of pain like he's just like stop fine (laughs) does your dog howl at uh, a siren nope yeah, my dogs no. growing up always did that, and I thought that was a normal thing. And then my dogs hear a siren, nothing. Really? Okay. You'll hear the coyotes on this hill going to town because we have a oh, fire yeah. department right down the street, and they will howl. Yeah, but but not my dog. Cool. 
the puppy man yeah. that's right love angeles yeah if you like puppies check them out well, yeah, that, and rock rock the pause is really coming full circle you know you you can understand why he wanted to throw that yeah, fundraiser i totally do i didn't know that was uh your endeavor yeah. is that going to be an annual thing i would like it to be um like it was it was really fun because like we got to like the the humane society brought all these little puppies and dogs and we got to play with them for a few hours beforehand and like and it was like we did like uh an interview podcast thing with all the bands where i interview them all and they all had the dogs i saw that the video of it on the couch right yep Yep. i watched that and then so like i really enjoyed that kind of stuff i would love to do it uh like again like every year i mean I want to do it at um, Courtyard. The Marriott? No, 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 no. no, no. The uh, Courtyard, the venue the, that's outdoor, the, the shipping container venue. style. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I haven't seen that. Oh, oh it's, it's in a, downtown it's East Village. It's a dog park, and it's also a bar and a venue. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> great. That's kind Perfect. Of like, how many people get hammered and just leave their dog there? No. <laughs> I'm sure None. they do. Dude, is there, how much is that? I would love to bring Fender. I don't uh, drink, but that sounds fun. No, it's free. Is it? You just it's just a rad dog, dog park. Yeah. Okay. It's, well, it's like a fenced-in area. Is it um, like artificial turf? Or yeah, normal? it's artificial turf. Dude, that's but, cool, though. But you can like sit. They have like uh, benches. It's all outdoors, so you can sit. And we had my dog's second birthday there. <laughs> Made her a, a unicorn cake. Oh man, I'm gonna have to step my game up. <laughs> yeah. Don't let Don't let Fender hear you talk about this. <laughs> it's like birthday, huh? Huh? Never heard of. Do a I have yeah. one of those? I, yeah. I celebrate uh, my dog's birthday every year. You have one dog? Two. You have two. Okay. Yeah. Every year, so I have like two birthdays. Yeah, that's cool though. The Marriott. Uh, I'm sorry, the Courtyard. Yeah, I'll the check courtyard. that out. Yeah, I'll check into yeah. that. That's cool. Yeah, they have big bands there too. Like the main play there. I saw Skrillex there. Skrillex. Yeah. yeah, this is back in the day. Rad. I went and cool. saw uh, Julia Sage, is a good friend of mine. I've played with her a couple of times, but she um, opened for the Sleepwalkers. Man, that was a great show. It was such a fun environment for that. Yeah, that they are su- such good performers. It was so fun to watch them. So that was a great show and cool to see Julia open up for them too. That's so cool. What's your favorite venue here in San Diego? Oh, man. What's your go to place? Yeah. Played or wished to play? Uh, both. I love playing the music box. We've done that. Yeah, I want to play that, there. That, that, is, that is nice. I like the music box. I'd love to play at the, uh, the Chula Vista Amphitheater. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I know, right? Okay. I would love to play a stadium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I love the soda bar. It's a fun yeah. little fun little vibey spot. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. They did some renovating, I believe, right? I, don't, I haven't been a, since a the... A bit more of a stage. Okay, and, cool. Yeah. The last time I played there was pre-pandemic. Yep. Shout out to uh, Corey Steyer, right? The owner. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tim Mays, I think, is a a part of that place. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, love the Casbah, too. Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. So many great venues, huh? I know. San Diego rocks. Really sad about Bar Pink. That was yeah, Bar Pink. It's a mile from my house, and I played one of the last little live streams they had there before they shut down with Julius Age. But yeah, yeah, super sad. Mm -hmm. Blonde Bar, I think, left us, right? Yeah. Don't quote me on that. And then I think uh, Winston's was having some trouble there. They're supposed to open back up, But they up, are going to open, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chain almost shut down. Chain Reaction, yeah. COVID, In Anaheim? Yeah, almost. They put oh, out I a vaguely po- remember They put something. out a post, and then I think a lot of people with money came, came to their rescue mm. kind of thing. I played the Chain Reaction a, a few times in previous bands. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Cool And spot. actually, I played... We had... My previous band had a reunion show, and then... So they... I hopped on that show. We haven't played together in years. And then uh, I did a couple of Los Angeles songs, too. We learned uh-huh. a few Los Angeles songs and played those. Right. Like, 
in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was fun. I want to hear you, uh, you change your name to Love Diego. Mm. That, that's mm-hmm. what uh, Tim Pyle said. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it really seemed to bother him. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it kind of like, bothers me too now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it has nothing. Well, I mean, I even of, asked you on Insta. I was like, are you guys from uh, yeah. LA? Yeah. So, yeah, so like, Anthony and I, good. when we wrote the lyrics, it was it was a story about well, it was a true story. He picked up his, you know, distance girlfriend, long distance girlfriend from LAX, and it's about him and like his relationship with that girl. And then like a year later, they broke up, and he dropped her off at LAX. And so he titled the song "Love Angeles," and then we named the band "Love Angeles." And that was the song that was like he actually liked and was like, oh wow, someone likes my uh, my writing. Yeah. He, so. n- he named the band after his first taste of validation. <laughs> well, I just kind of kept it. I didn't know it. Like, I just, it is more of like we just kept the band name going and then it just, yeah. whatever. Band names are hard. Yeah. I, I would keep it if you had something even sort of good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so tough to sort of uh, get it known and get it out there. Yeah. Like, re- changing your band name is a. And so many times I thought about changing it, but then I'm like, because people have so much problem with it, maybe they remember it. Right. And yeah. so therefore it's good. Right? If if it was so it's easy so and bad, nice it's good. If it yeah, if it was so nice and it was just I like hate this name so much, I like this band. Yeah. <laughs> it's it just a run of the mill name, you'd forget it. So now it's like, what's that band that I hate that they're from San Diego, but they have a Los Angeles band name. That damn puppy guy. Yeah. yeah. Well and Angelus means angels, right? That's in Spanish. It, so yeah. love angels. It makes sense. Yeah. That's it literally that's what it's we'll let you keep it. Yeah. Thank we'll you. let you we'll allow you to keep yeah, it. And yeah. she, it was really co- close to uh, you know Mexico where it's, they speak Spanish. So exactly. people know this. Yes. <laughs> it's a very bilingual name. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're going to go uh, unplugged pretty much with you guys here shortly. Uh, we'll dream with you, all right? We'll do a dream segment. If you could tour with any band, who would it be? Go ahead, David. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Goo Goo Dolls and Blink-182. Right on. Those Shout the, out to Goo Goo Dolls. Those are the bands that Man, made them. me get into music. Goo yeah. Goo Dolls is the reason why I started writing songs. Right and then on. Blink-182 is the reason why I got into music. Yeah. So, And they're still around, so I still have a chance. Uh, prayers to Mark Hoppus, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I heard about he'll, that. I think he'll uh, pull I think, through. I think he'll pull through. He, he seems like a, a fighter. So, How about you, Jules? Oh, I mean, for Love Angeles, I don't think they're... I think I want to see David's dream of opening for the Goo Goo Dolls That'd be right. come true more than anything I else. every lyric of every yeah. song. I'd be so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> they have so many good songs. Oh, I was yeah. just listening to Naked the other day, oh. and it took me back to like... What late nineties? Mm. Like it was hard for me to even listen to. It's like they uh, they came out with a new album that had old songs unreleased, and they had a couple that sounded like from their like Super Car Wash and Jed albums, which is like late eighties, early nineties, before they got famous. And I'm like, I was like, man, I really like this song and the sound. And I was like, <laughs> it just like it just brings you back. Totally. Like, even though it was like a brand new song to me. So one of the best songwriter bands, I feel. Uh, the boy named Goo, right? Mm-hmm. Was, was not their big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out Goo Goo Dolls. Mm-hmm. Come on the podcast if you want. Uh, and then, uh, and then you <laughs> we'll can open here. for Love Angeles as well. <laughs> you can open, right. yeah, open for these guys. Uh, continuing on here with the dream segment, if you could bring one band or musician back from the dead, who would it be? I would say, I wouldn't mind playing with Nirvana. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind playing with Andy Williams. There you go, so Andy you- Williams, bringing it way back. Yeah. Right on. 
I just feel like Prince is such a go-to. Yeah. For me, that's like he's such he gets a brought up a lot. singular talent. Yeah. No one else is Prince. Yeah. No one else will ever be Prince. Or Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah, but Michael. yeah. Too many, too many passed. Way yeah. too young, too, right? Mm-hmm. If you could party with one musician, dead or alive, who would it be? And could you keep up with them? <laughs> Dave Matthews for me, and yeah. no way. Is he a, is he a partier? <laughs> a lot of pot. No, just I a feel. lot of pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best live bands, just the ultimate I jam love band. Them. Yeah, it's a, it's an experience. Yeah, I've never seen the Grateful Dead, but I feel like it's somewhat sure. like that. Right? I would yeah. love to party with. Blink-182 when they're like 25, 23. I, don't, I would, could never That hang. would be fun. Now I'm pretty <laughs> sure, no you know, way. they're like, um, it's 9 o'clock, I'm going to sleep, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> but at them at like 25, and me at 25, we'd have a great time. No, can't anymore. <laughs> now it's like 9 o'clock, had right. one beer, I'm hungover already. <laughs> yeah, yes. I feel like I'd pick Ozzy in his oh, prime. Yeah. Oh. Let's just go for it. Oh, yeah, that'd, bite yeah. off the heads of bats, snort ants. Let's oh, do this. That'd that be sounds crazy. awful. <laughs> if you're 25, though, you're invincible then. So you could do all that stuff and totally. you'd be fine. Sure. Now, hmm, hmm, no. now you can't even have a beer. Yeah. Sorry, I'm taking the next week off of work. I'm hungover. For, I went out last night and had uh, half a shot. We were talking about that off mic. Yeah, you get older and those hangovers just yeah. start sucking a little bit more, don't Multiple they? Multiple days before it's like, oh, I have a hangover. It's almost oh, like fine. the whole week. And then once mm-hmm. you get back to normal uh, by Friday, it's yeah. like, all right, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot what it felt like. wreck yourself again. <laughs> I always yeah. question myself, why do I do this to myself? Yeah. 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 yeah that time of my life is really over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, or it's job, just man. beginning. Right. Yeah, yeah right. If you could wave a magic wand and make one band never exist. Never, never exist. exist. Yeah. This it's, is a mean. It's so sad and mean. It is. Yeah, it's a really mean yep. question. Well, yeah, it is. You just mentioned the Grateful Dead, and I cannot get into their music. Fish, too. And I like yeah. jam bands, but for whatever reason, I do I'm not. I'm kind of with you. I never got into the Connect with dead. Fish or the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I can't name a single Grateful Dead song. <laughs> And I've been Touch playing of Grey is the one that I know, and it's actually a decent song, but yeah. <laughs> I will tell this, and I guarantee I'm going to get so much hate, so much hate. Don't say the Beatles. No, no. <laughs> um, I think the Beach Boys are better than the Beatles, for me personally listening okay, to Okay, go on. Like on some Be- days, I do as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I don't really like reggae all that much. Okay. Not that, not that people aren't talented. It's just like for listening purposes, it's just something I just don't get into at all. And I know there's tons of reggae bands in San Diego, and it's pretty huge. I, I remember there's a couple bands that asked me to join. I'm like, send me your music. They're like, oh, we're doing this for all these shows, blah, blah, blah. Send me music. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not in the reggae. I'm sorry. I just, I would hate <laughs> to sit there and play something that I just had no passion for. Right. So. At a certain point, I realized, like, oh, reggae is so big here. I don't really know how to play reggae. So I auditioned for a reggae band, and I figured I'll learn all the music. I'll get comfortable with it. I went, and uh, the lead singer, well, there was no lead singer. Everyone in the band had just quit, and he didn't tell me that. So all the, vid- all the videos he sent me, I was like, where are all these people? And he was like, oh, they all quit. And he's the bass player. Why? Yeah, why, man? Uh, and he just about made it through a 24-pack during the practice, and yeah. I was like... That's why no. they quit. That's why they quit. <laughs> I'm out of here. Also, another probably yeah. reason is like I'm not into smoking weed at all. So, yeah. And it's very, 
<laughs> almost like you have to. I was going to say, you guys lost the majority of your stoner yeah, fans. I, no. <laughs> just them. Yeah. yeah and just, that's such a stereotype, too, huh? Yeah. But. But yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really. No, I'm not against weed at all. But I'm just like, right. for me personally, it's just not my thing. Yeah, mm. it makes me tired, and that's the last thing I want to be <laughs> when <laughs> you're totally. playing music. Yeah, it slows down the BPM. I feel right. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, it's got to. Yes. Yeah. Plus, plus, I'll get paranoid too when I smoke, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, not yeah. for me. Yeah. Nice chat with you guys. One last question: Where would you guys like to be in five years with Love Angeles? Well. I, I, mine are a little ambiguous, but I yeah. I just love seeing people connect with the music that we make and put out. So I, I think just seeing more and more people connect with it, and yeah. I think with that maybe comes the opportunity to to do some touring and mm-hmm. and that kind touring, of stuff. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Grammys, platinum record. Okay, shoot for the stars. You know, shoot Five for years. the stars. Shoot yeah. for the stars, and uh, and then get the moon. Yeah, that's as the old saying goes. Yeah. Where do you guys want to tour? Is there somewhere specifically in mind you'd like to go? And you, I just Nashville, I would, Austin. I'd, I'd love to tour in Nashville. But I'd love to just tour with like, you know, because I've done like tours before where it's like you show up there and it's like, oh, there's one person there and this is the bartender. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, true. If I could just tour with like a, a band that draws like a decent amount. So right. every day it's like even if it's like 50 people or something like that, this, yeah. you know, would make it feel like. Yeah, legit. we've got yeah. A, yeah, our, yeah. because we've had more success, I think, in the streaming world right. and on youtube our f- fans are kind of all over the place yeah um, we had a uh, that this one girl like hit me up from spain on christmas and was like uh me i met my current boyfriend and we bonded over your music nice and so she said for a christmas gift would you just say hello like <laughs> and a message to him because he really likes your band and so then i one hundred dollars no and then so i uh covered uh, because they're in spain so they speak spanish i covered feliz navidad and on acoustic and then sent it to them Aww. and then she gave it to him as a christmas gift that's cool, cool. It's so that, cool. yeah it's cool it was definitely cool there, we've had people like do a dance routine to one of the songs do uh that like Polo fire or, yeah, yeah. Po- uh Man, what is it called? Poyo? Poy spinning. Oh. Okay. Where it's like fire and okay. he's spinning it. To our songs. Yeah, to yeah, one yeah. of our songs. That's kind of cool to see people like creating art around the art that we created. I think that's such yeah. a cool thing. So more of that where people are connecting with the music in some way and it's inspiring them in some way. I think yeah. that's that's where I want to yeah, be. Yeah, we uh, we've had people cover our songs for like talent shows and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, they like hit me up and like, can you send me the chords? I'm like, yeah, no problem. No way. So, Very cool. Yeah. You guys do have impressive numbers. So I'll give you that on Spotify. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty for, cool. You know, yeah, you, you tend to look at that as a musician these days, right? Yeah, I would say, honestly, here's a tip for all the musicians out there. The number one thing that seems a lot of bands do is they put all their money into um, recording the album and then zero into marketing. And it's like, if you get to sign to a label, that's what they are. They're a bank that's going to give you like tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands towards marketing. Like all those big bands, they have a marketing budget. So it's like, if you're putting money into your album, you need to put money into marketing. Right. So mm-hmm. It's easy to, to believe like kind of the... the altruistic if you put great music out people will connect with it but if they never hear it they can't connect with it and, and there's so, so much music now yeah. it's like how if you put up your song on spotify it could be the best song in the world but how are people ever going to know you exist other than going up to people and saying or typing to people like hey listen to my song and then they may or may not so it's like i think a lot of bands don't put any money into marketing and that's you know i think 
You should. That's good input. Yeah. Absolutely. I may take that advice. Yeah. <laughs> David does a good job. He did all of the marketing for the last album. David right. does a lot. He he there does makes a lot of the production decisions, all of the um, the demos that we start working with, he'll do like a, a intro verse chorus and then be like, what do you guys think of this? And then we'll take the ones we like and write out the rest of the song and figure out parts all together. Um, but the demos that he brings to us, I'm like, that sounds great. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like that could be on the radio. <laughs> and, then, and then we record it and, you know, polish it up and do all that stuff. But he does a lot of great production stuff on the albums too. Multi-talented. Very yeah. And you record all the dogs. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, I always tell people, I'm like, I'm not really a guitar player. I'm a songwriter. That's, that's what I'm, I would say if I'm good at something in music, it's that. I'm not very good at guitar. I mean, I can play some chords. <laughs> that's, you know, I could get by. You right. said that right before we're about to play a song. Now people are going to be examining <laughs> your playing. It's horrible. A, I'm a good songwriter, so the <laughs> song will be good. <laughs> the song title again that you guys are going to do here today? Invincible. Invincible. Coming up next, again, if you're listening, uh, watch this on YouTube, Palapalooza Unplugged. Uh, we're going to be unplugged with David and Jules of Love Angeles. Let's go. Cool. Thanks. Excited. Feels like your best day that keeps getting better. You pretty little girl, it will bring us more together. You'll love me and see right through me. Come on, come on, let our hearts be strongly. So come and take this ride tonight. We'll be Hi, uh, we are Love Angeles, and we're going to play a song called Invincible. It feels like your best day that keeps getting better You pretty little girl, it will bring us more together You'll love me See right through me Come on, come on Let our hearts be strongly So come and take this ride tonight Be together on the other side And I'm here to let you know No devil will get your soul So come on and let's get high Just fall into my arms And I will guide you light and all the dark that we may go through wherever we go Together we're invincible Invincible And oh 
guide you light in all the dark that we may go through wherever we go together we're Thank you. One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. Palapalooza.